Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, August 17, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. The Oregon State Police abandoned downtown Portland. Former FBI attorney pleads guilty in the Russian case. A law professor claims Kamala Harris is not an American citizen. New Jersey moves to mail-in voting. Sales of bulletproof vests spike in New York City. Also ahead, Kamala Harris and America. But first, state troopers from Oregon pulling out of besieged Portland over the district attorney's refusal to prosecute rioters. The officers were deployed to a federal courthouse after the Trump administration removed federal agents following 11 weeks of protests. Portland State Police have arrested 500 people, but less than 50 have been charged. State police say that is unacceptable. Former FBI lawyer Kevin Kleinsmith pleading guilty to falsifying information during the Russian probe, the first criminal referral from U.S. Attorney John Durham's review of the bureaucratic investigation into the Trump campaign. The president says the fallout is just beginning and, quote, you'll be hearing more. Chapman University in California has a law professor named John Eastman. He says Senator Kamala Harris is ineligible to serve as vice president because she's not really an American citizen. Eastman believes the 14th Amendment provides citizenship only to those whose parents are naturalized in the USA. Senator Harris is the daughter of immigrants from Jamaica and India who were not citizens when she was born in California. The theory is a loser and hurts opponents of the Biden-Harris ticket. New Jersey Governor Murphy signing an executive order providing a mail-in ballot for every voter in the Garden State. The Democrats saying the move will help slow the spread of COVID. Folks in New York City taking security into their own hands now with all the violence. Sales of bulletproof vests jumped 80% compared to 2019. First-time buyers cite anti-police protesters looting and violent crime on the rise. Shootings in New York City up 200% since June. In a moment, what Kamala Harris really wants. Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD 
to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, the Kamala Factor. Like the vicious COVID infection back in February, it is taking a while for many Americans to understand the danger that is looming. Joni Mitchell once sang, quote, Don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you've got till it's gone? So please pay attention for Joni's sake. The Democratic Party, driven by its far-left spear point, senses it could win the presidency in both houses of Congress in November. The Dems well understand they have a rare opportunity to control pretty much every aspect of American life. They have a solid partnership with the powerful corporate media, an eccentric and unpredictable incumbent in President Trump, and a brutal weapon in racist and gender allegations. The woke movement is an unprecedented threat to freedom of expression. The question then becomes a simple one. Do you think most Americans are aware of the big picture here? The answer is no, by the way. Let me provide a very vivid example of what I'm talking about. California and New York have both become one-party states because of the massive influx of new foreign residents. Traditionally, immigrants favor the political party that provides more government assistance, and that, of course, is the Democrats. So today, Sacramento and Albany are ruled by liberal politicians who have imposed their philosophy. High taxes, less social order aggressive restrictions and regulations on the private economy. The results have been disastrous. All you have to do is travel to New York City, Los Angeles, or San Francisco to see the anarchy firsthand. I don't advise going to Portland, Oregon, or Seattle because law enforcement in those places has collapsed. The harsh realities on display in liberal precincts should easily put President Trump back into office but they will not, because many voters are still dependent upon news outlets that provide propaganda, not facts. Also, Mr. Trump is the most controversial president in history. So if the Biden-Harris ticket prevails and the Dems gain control of both houses of Congress, expect a huge development, a blanket amnesty for undocumented aliens. In addition, those legalized by law will be put on a fast track to vote by mail. That will mean Texas and Florida, home to many undocumented folks, will likely become blue states. And then the federal government will largely be controlled by the left, just like California and New York. Enter Senator Kamala Harris, who could very well preside over this brave new world. She definitely sees the future, and it is her. Joe Biden is Paul von Hindenburg in 1932 Germany, an old guy who's malleable. Kamala is the ticket, so to speak. Again, do you think most voters have any clue? Do you think the New York Times and the Washington Post will tell them? But Joni Mitchell has to know that traditional America and the society it supports could soon be gone. And Kamala can't wait. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com, and please join our campaign, Stand Up For Your Country. 
in a moment something you might not know. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. It's summertime, of course, and that typically means family vacations, some barbecues in the backyard. But in the age of COVID, more than 50% of Americans say they will stay home and not go on vacation until there's a vaccine. There are currently 65 countries still enforcing travel restrictions. The TSA reporting a 75% drop in American flights. So those of us hoping to visit Europe will have to wait until 2021. I had to cancel a trip to Ireland. But some folks are hitting the road in August. When asked to name the biggest factor in deciding where to vacation, most say it's the weather. If you are looking for some extreme heat, head west. Palm Strings, California reached 120 degrees over the weekend. The temperature is causing rolling blackouts across the state as tourists try to maintain social distancing at local pools. More moderate weather, Hawaii. Daily highs of 85 degrees, just a 1% chance of rain. But these days, access to the Hawaiian Islands is hard. Officials are reintroducing strict contagion regulations, including a mandatory two-week quarantine when you arrive. For those looking for cooler climates, there's Alaska. Temperatures bottom out at just 50 degrees overnight in most parts of the state. The region also doing well in containing COVID. Just 25 people in Alaska have died from the virus since March in an area twice the size of Texas. And here's something else you might not know. Summer vacations aren't just for working families. Presidents have historically used July and August to visit sites across the country for vacation. The Kennedy family had their famous compound in Hyannisport, Massachusetts, on Cape Cod. George W. Bush tooled around on his ranch in Crawford, Texas. That's a hot place there. The Obamas vacation on Martha's Vineyard and recently bought a huge estate on the island. FDR spent the summers in northern Maine. Teddy Roosevelt was everywhere, it seemed. Donald Trump? Well, he's in New Jersey golfing. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.